Praise be to God. Um, I consider it a great privilege to be part of the Ten Talk series. And it's the first time here at the church speaking in front of you. Uh, so I only have 10 minutes, so let me crack on. Let me start with um, by sharing a, a personal life experience. So I was born uh, with for Christian parents and a Christian family, always been going to church every Sunday. So this happened uh, many years ago where there was a preacher who was speaking about love, and it was so deep, you know, sort of like a deep message, which, which was like, it was for me. At that point in time in my life, the sermon was exactly pointed on to me, and I said, yes, amen, this is for me. I took the word, I went home. Now, after the service, after going home, I lost the message. It was like, you know, this early morning dream where you wake up in the morning and think, oh, what happened to my dream? What did I dream of? So I got lost. So not once or twice in my life, but I've had this in my life multiple times where the message was there, I take the message, I lose it. Can you relate to this? Has this happened to you in your life where you take a message, God speaks, and then you lose it? I'm sure some of us here will have such stories in your lives where the word has not embedded in our hearts. So have you asked yourself, why is the word not embedded? So what's, what's happening to me? Why, why am I getting lost when I'm going to church every week? Why am I getting lost? Well, I think the parable we are looking at today helps us with the question. Uh, let's read from Luke chapter 8, verse 5 to 8. You should have it uh, in the screen. This is one of the parables which Jesus said, the first parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed as he was scattering the seed. Some fell among the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and with it and choked the plants. Still others fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. Now, when you hear the parable, you might immediately think of a couple of things, the sower, the soil, the seed. So Jesus explains that the seed represents the word of God here. And you put yourself in the position of a sower sowing the word of God into lives of others. But I want to take a moment, uh, a step back from here, going into the sower, but just a step back, because I think our ability to sow into the lives of others depends on how we receive the seed and whether it is growing and bearing fruit in our lives. Because if we don't have that, anything that we sow might not be useful. So here in this case, Jesus refers this, the soil to the conditions of our hearts. So the question is, what is the condition of your heart? What kind of soil would best represent the condition of your heart or the state of your heart? So in this case, let's consider the four types of soil quickly in two minutes just to see what God tries to say in those four verses. You can see a picture where there are four types of soil just to uh, sort of put it in your hearts. The parable says, some fell on pathway, some on stony ground, some on thorny ground, and some on good soil. As we read further in Luke chapter 8, Jesus uses this illustration to segregate the believers in Christ, absorbing the word of God into four different categories, which, which is shown there. And you can see that all four type of people, all, all four type of hearts, are the ones who hear the word. Jesus says, all four types heard, they, they did not want to not hear, uh, we can see the first type of soil refers to people who hear the word, but they do not believe it. 
second type of soil is where someone hear the word they took it joyfully that's what the the verse says they took it so joyfully but when tested or when tempted they failed so in my example as i heard the word when the preacher preached about love and everything i took it so wholeheartedly i was so joyful i even said amen but when tested at home i failed the word did not go deep in and then another type of soil is someone who hears the word takes it so joyfully but then choked with life's worries all the things that we have in this life all the riches and the pleasures our past issues self pity addiction and i can count much more in all of these cases we have given the chance for devil to one steal the word which we took time to hear where we come to church every time we might think oh i've been coming to church for many years what happened why is this word been so easily st- stolen by satan and we have also heard we have also read the bible but the word has not sunk in so it hasn't taken deep in, into the hearts for the words to be embedded within us do any of these soils relate to you let's take a moment to think am i in that position do you struggle to believe the word of god in the first place or is the soil of our hearts shallow and rocky like i showed on the screen lacking deep roots unable to withstand the storms of life or do you get overwhelmed by the world worries the riches or social media taking time consuming or distracting us into everything that the world has to offer because of which there is no room for for jesus and the words to get embedded within us so the question i would like to ask is how do you cultivate good soil in your hearts so that the word of god can bear fruit and and we can show that to others so what is that one thing is what i would like to ask here what is that one thing that will enable you to take the root within you so that you can show it to others so there are a couple of things that i would like to say things like for some it can be reading the word of god for some it can be praying for some it can be fasting for some you like to sing always like morning even afternoon you can sing praises to him for some meditating one particular scripture again and again so the uh, you let the word get embedded within for some speaking in tongues you might have that blessing where you you speak tongues on others and enable a particular revelation to be revealed for some it can also be a small group where you don't want to go for a big gathering but a small group where you meet few people you go and speak to them and you share a word of god so all of these things and and much more you might even have some other in your list where there's one thing which will enable you to delight at the cross and time and again reminds us of the sacrifice made at the cross the price paid to make us righteous amen when we take the time to gaze upon jesus at the cross the thing that we gaze at jesus is the first thing which is the cross and this will let us to sink in and let it fill us and consume us so the soil of our hearts starts to get plowed deep in so the word can stay inside and not taken out can we take some time to review now what is that one thing that one thing which will enable you to go close to jesus to take root to have the word embedded in so that the word can grow out and start bearing fruit martin luther said in one of his quotes we need to hear the gospel every day because we forget it every day when i read that i thought oh that's true in my life i've been a christian always i've read bible many times but i forget it so we need to hear the word every day read the gospel every day have jesus in part of our life every day so that we don't forget it 
I'm sure many of you might relate to that, what I said. Maybe some of you might have it all in your heart, but not me. So when, what is that one thing, again, I'd like to ask you, what is that one thing that you could do to intentionalize yourself in tending the heart of your hearts, the soil of your hearts? How can you apply the word of God in your daily walk of life, at home, at work, at school for some, at your university or at gym or anywhere? How can you apply the word of God in all your walks of life? Psalm 37, 4 says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What a wonderful word is that. Let us not let the riches and cares of this world take delight in us. Rather, let us take delight as we have the Lord for us and devil cannot steal what God has implanted in us. And, and the final soil that I would like to say, Luke 8, verse 15, that's a soil that Jesus spoke about. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart. So this is the fourth and the last soil Jesus spoke about. A noble and a good heart not only hears, but understands, absorbs, retains, and patiently waits for the harvest. I would like to repeat it again. A noble heart not only hears like the other type of soil, but understands, absorbs, and retains the word and patiently waits for the harvest. I would like to em emphasize again, ask yourselves, what is that one thing, that one thing which will help you to delight in the cross so that our hearts are renewed and cleaned on a daily basis, which will enable us to implant the word of God permanently within us and also to spread the word of God. King David in Psalm 119 says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. When the word is deeply rooted in our hearts, we will walk in the right direction. Think about a lamp fitted in your legs like the Bible says, you know, where you walk, you have the right direction. That's, that's the thing which Jesus speaks about, where he gives us the right direction for the word to last long in our hearts. That one thing will then take you to the place of maturity to understand the word and get planted so deep in so devil can never steal the word away. No matter what circumstance you are in or any riches that might pull us out of God's love from this temporary life. And finally, Psalm 51.10 says, create in me a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within me. With this noble and pure heart, God can then enable us like the blood adventure we do where we are able to sow uh, to multiple people. Every time we go out to sow the seed, God then helps us to sow the right seed to the right person and then it's his job to grant the harvest. Let me encourage you children of God, as you wake up every morning, let's take a moment to review our hearts, just like a shower that we have in the morning. Ask ourselves, what is the condition of my heart this morning, Jesus? Have I sinned? Have I done anything? Have I lied? Have I done anything that, that would have hurt my, my God, and ask God to create in us a clean and a noble heart. Amen.